Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of Wonderfilled Week. I'm your host, Caitlin Corey. Today, I decided a feel-good episode would be a great way to start off a beautiful autumn week. So I invited on a friend that you have all heard from before, Julie Rakowskis, to share some good things we have seen, heard, and encountered lately, and hopes that by acknowledging and celebrating these good things, it will inspire a whole new series of good things to transpire. Please welcome to the episode that we are calling All Good Things, my good friend, Julie Rakowskis. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, Caitlin. I, as always, am thrilled to be back, and I love the theme of good things. You are now a three-time guest on Wonderful Week. How do you feel? I feel like this is a real podcast hat trick. Seriously? Okay. I feel like this basically makes you a co-host at this point. If you've been on three of 12... That's pretty good. I'll just be awaiting my contract while I sit here. Seriously, I need to get on that. Um, Okay, so we were chatting the other day on the phone, as we do, and we were discussing how sometimes life, we were just talking about sometimes like the hard things of life and the challenging aspects of life and the ups and downs, and we were just saying, what do we got good going on? Let's not always focus on the negative. Sometimes you do totally need to air it out, and airing it out with one of your best friends is definitely the way to do it, and totally therapeutic. (laughs) I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes the good things will happen, or I'll see something good, or experience, experience something good, And it might just be like fleeting and a passing moment. But instead, I'm trying to really slow down, trying to really soak it in. And I know you're doing the same. And just sort of like celebrate these little good things, even if it's little. I always say like celebrate the many wins. So I have to actually celebrate the many wins. Yeah, I mean, sometimes those small good things are like coming up for a breath of fresh air. And you don't realize how much you need it in that moment. It's so human nature to focus on the negative things and like talk about them at nauseum and like until you're blue in the face and like it's you can't tough. help but obsess over them. It's tough not to, and to a point, it's kind of contagious. Oh, 100%. So, so it's I, difficult to not get roped into it. Yeah, so I just feel like what if we took that same energy and focused it on the good things? Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, so. Julie and I are like really good bestie of friends and we just texted each other and I was like listen just come on the pod and she's like duh I'm in and I was like okay let's not even discuss an outline with each other let's just come up with all good things whatever that may be good books good food good experiences just good quotes good anything anything good that you've experienced or seen or heard lately and let's just share it and just have some fun because sometimes life can be so heavy that we just need a little bit of light yes yeah, so let's share something good. <laughs> let's share something good. Okay, so do you want to start? Uh, sure, I'll start. Okay, I'm going to start with um, the latest show that I've seen on Netflix. Okay, perfect. I have a, sh- I have a show on Netflix on my list. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same show. I hope not. So that would be really funny. And it's it's funny because I've, I have wondered about like, you know, this is such an impromptu episode with me coming on as a guest. And I'm curious to see because we really didn't coordinate how much overlap we have. But the good thing is, I feel like we're always recommending new shows to each other or new things to yes. try. And yeah. very rarely does it overlap. So true. we're always true. like kind of good at complimenting each other's good. Yeah. Like, oh, an you like this? If an you... extension of each other is good. Right. Like, if you like this, you'll like that and so forth. So yeah. So this is a Netflix series. Um, I guess my first question is, did you watch the series Fleabag with Phoebe Waller-Bridge? I did not. 
Okay. That's on Amazon. I highly recommend it. It's very well done. So she has also created and written another show, and it's on Netflix, and it's called Crashing. Okay. It's really funny. I have only just started the series this weekend. I've watched a few episodes, but it is one of those. I have given so many belly laughs while watching, and so one of those you know, hijinks. And it's just, it's, it's funny. She's a great comedian. There's so many wonderful characters on there. So it feels good to laugh so hard. So I highly recommend that. It's called Crashing and it's on Netflix. Okay. I feel like that is like sometimes exactly what you need when you get home from work. Like how it's so rare that you belly laugh alone and like, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you don't realize that you've like kind of wound yourself up and you've put a wall up and you're kind of stressed or at a breaking point and you don't realize it until you hit that moment of relaxation from something like a belly laugh. And it's the best way to decompress. Like there's nothing better. Yes. It's great. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Okay. So again, it's called crashing on Netflix, right? Crashing on Netflix. It's really good. Now there's also an American version, I think from HBO with the comedian Pete Holmes. I haven't watched that, so I can't speak to it, but the UK version on Netflix is very good. So I too have a Netflix show to watch and it just dropped the other day. So what's today's date? The 20th? Sunday, the 20th. Um, This dropped on the 18th. And it's starring Paul Rudd, and it's called Living With Yourself. Oh, I love Paul Rudd, and I haven't even heard of it. Okay, so isn't Netflix, like, so infamous for that? Like, they don't advertise at all, and they just know, like, guys, obviously you're going to be Netflix binging. Like, Yes, and these shows pop up that have all these famous celebrities on them, and you're like, wow, there was no publicity, but there's this A-list actor. And clearly we're all going to all binge it as soon as we start telling each other about it, and that's the best. Definitely. Side note, Paul Rudd has not aged one day since Clueless. And Clueless was like maybe 24, 5 years ago. I recently was reading an article about him about how being like a kind and nice man has basically been um, like so great for the longevity of his career. And like the longevity of his looks and just his like... skin. Yes. <laughs> how do I get the skin regimen of Paul Rudd? That's, what I, that's the real Hollywood like- secret. No frown lines, no angry wrinkles. He's just good. Like, he is good to go. I'm going to say just being a good person helps your career and helps your skin. And helps you live longer. That's it. that in there, too. I'm going with it. Okay, so Paul Rudd Mm -hmm. is starring in this show with Paul Rudd. He plays two roles. He plays two roles. Okay. So I don't want to spoil too much of the plot because how he plays two roles is like sort of like all wrapped up in the plot. And okay, so to give you a little brief rundown, there's only eight episodes and they're only 26 minutes each. So it's very short. It's very like sitcom style in the length. Um, But it's obviously much darker than a sitcom. Um, But it's like I've watched four out of eight so far, so I can't give it like a full round review, which is probably better because I don't want to spoil anything anyway. Definitely. But what I think it's going for is like an analogy for self-improvement or like a representation of self-improvement and and living with all versions of yourself. I'll just say that much. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah. So I think there's a deeper meaning to the show. And there is um, humorous elements to it. There's dark elements. There's heavy elements. But, mm-hmm. of course, I can give it a better review later and maybe once everybody's sort of seen it because it l- did just drop this weekend. Um but yeah, I love Paul Rudd. I love Netflix. And it's just, I think it's, there's going to be, when I finish it out and round it out, I think it's going to be something about 
self-improvement and living with all the versions of yourself, which everyone can relate to. So I feel like yeah. that was something good for Netflix. And it sounds like it, it's high on the entertainment factor too. That sounds great. Yeah. So that's okay. So that's something good for watching. I love it. What's your next category? Okay. My next category is something, something good on YouTube. Okay. Good. I love it. Okay. So this is, I, I was actually texting last week. Um, with my cousin and one of our friends and I said let's send each other YouTube videos and see which person can send um, the video that like makes the other people laugh out loud the most oh my gosh I love that what a fun challenge yeah it was fun and they're really good at finding that stuff I'm not as good so they sent some really great videos along but there's one that I have watched probably 20 times since it was sent last week oh my gosh Uh, it's, it's a YouTube video. I don't, maybe this was a viral thing that everyone knows about. I'm never really on YouTube, so I don't watch a lot of videos, but. Also, side note, I am never with what's viral. Like something I'm yeah. going to say later of who to follow already has 1.2 million followers and I'm clearly like decades behind. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> so like don't I'm feel bad. I'm just discovering this, but really it's probably been around, but the video is called, <laughs> this is really funny. The video is called Dog That Loves Getting His Haircut to the DuckTales intro music. Oh my gosh. And okay, it's, explain. It's, it's really, that's that's what it is. It is literally this small dog and this person is cutting the dog's hair and the intro music, the instrumental version of the DuckTales um, cartoon show. Did you watch that as a kid? Um, Clearly, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> DuckTales, woo! So it's playing in the background and the dog is happy as a clam, like dancing to the music, loving getting the haircut. And I, my description cannot give it justice. I highly recommend that everyone right now go on YouTube and Google or search dog that loves getting his haircut to DuckTales intro because it is so funny. Okay. I'm saving that for my next like rainy sour day that I'm not yes. feeling it at all. And I'm sure I will like get a full belly laugh out of that. It's really hard to not laugh out loud at it. That Even is... if you're not a dog person, it doesn't matter. It's funny. That's so amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have to check that out. I also have something um, online actually can be found on YouTube. And it is not going to give you a belly laugh, but it is going to help your soul. And it is Great. called Color Studio. Oh, I love the sound of it already. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so everybody knows I'm a nanny. And so today I was working, Sunday, and... I came into the room and the kids were watching. Well, what it got, which what caught me first was the sound I was hearing. This beautiful, beautiful voice of a song that I had never heard before, which is so rare because when you play the radio, it's like the same six songs over and over again at nauseum. And so I was like, "Oh, who's this singing?" So that first caught my first sense, which was hearing. And then I look up at the TV, and it was like this girl standing in this all entirely pink room with a pink microphone coming down from the ceiling. And it was just like starring her, just singing this beautiful original song. And so I asked the oldest sister, I'm like, what are, what are you watching? And she was like, oh, it's Color Studio. You haven't heard of this? And I'm like, no, what? like, please tell me. And she was like, oh, it, her description was, oh, it, it showcases artists who aren't famous yet, who are just have like these distinct, amazing voices, amazing sounds, and they put them in like a room and it's actually a green screen, but then they get to pick like their favorite color or whatever, whatever color goes with the mood of the song. 
And so when you're watching the video on YouTube, like it fully matches, like the microphone matches the walls and like, it's really just showcasing this person and their voice. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to understand more about this. So I went online and I looked up the description and this is what you'll find on the website. It says colors. So it's actually called colors, but you know, their YouTube is color studio. So okay. it says colors is a unique aesthetic music platform showcasing exceptional talent from all around the globe focused on promoting the most distinctive new artists and original sounds. In the context of an increasingly fragmented and saturated scene, we seek to provide clarity and calm, offering a minimalistic stage to shine a spotlight on the artists and give them the opportunity to present their music without distraction. All colors, no genres. Okay, this is amazing. This is this is much deeper than dog getting a haircut to the DuckTales intro. But every day you need something different. So on Monday you need dog getting haircut. On Tuesday you need colors. Like what a great concept, though. Like it's like fully beautiful. And the songs I heard, I was like, why are we not hearing this on the radio? Wow, that's so cool. And it was so diverse. It was diverse in every sense, like musically, like who who the talent was, like every part of it was diverse. And I just feel like everyone. It's very calming. That's exactly right. It's calming. I mean, I love Spotify. I love listening to music as a background. Like, it's the best. But if you want something that's both visually and musically pleasing, I feel like this is perfect. So Colors, Color Studio on YouTube. I'm totally going to check it out. That yeah. sounds awesome. Such a good one. Okay. What's next for you? What's next for me? Okay. Um, how about, all right, let's talk Instagram. Okay, perfect. I'm in. Now, as you know, knowing me as well as you do, I'm like not very social media savvy. Not your scene. Not your main not scene. scene. I'm not on there a lot. I don't do a lot of like clicking and, and, and following and um, I don't, but I, there are some, there's some cool stuff on there. There's some cool stuff. So I'm starting to discover. So there's this one, there's this guy and he's a baker and I think he's in New Jersey um, and it, you know, it was one of those things that a friend of a friend of a friend's mother's cousins, uncle's son's dogs, great grandfather posted. And it was this man and these incredible cakes that he makes. So he'll choose an inanimate object, like, um, a can of beer and he'll create a lifelike cake that actually looks like a can of beer. And then he slices it open and you see that it's cake, but it's uncanny. So his name is Luke. Vincentini, Vincent, and then Ini at the end, I-N-I, so V-I-N-C-E-N-T-I-N-I. His stuff is really interesting, and I went down the rabbit hole of looking at all of his cakes today. Oh my gosh, I feel like I, that's like my guilty pleasure, is looking at yeah. the, the baked goods, yes. or sometimes like even like the, the pastas with the like so much cheese, like being just grated on top, like it's called hashtag food porn, like it's literally, I could watch it for hours, it's amazing. So that that is amazing, and it's just like every one that I looked at, I'm like, oh my god, how did he do that? And then there are a couple of other accounts that these people already have a million, thousand, trillion followers, but I love their Instagrams. I'm sure you already know, but do you follow Jennifer Garner? I don't, but I see a lot of times on the Explore page a lot of her stuff, mm. and she's really funny and cute and so she authentically her. So authentically her, and I just I love that about her. Um, Shonda Rhimes. Oh, uh, um, cr creator love. of Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder and Grey's Anatomy. Her Instagram is so inspiring and informative and just 
awesome to look at. And then, you know, I can't not shout out Wonderfilled Week Instagram because that's awesome. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. So good. If you're listening, if if you are a listener who doesn't follow on Instagram, do yourself a favor and follow. I love the designs and the different artists that you feature on there. I mean, truly, I do. So those are some top something goods on the gram for me this week. Guys, did everybody just hear that I am on the same level as Jennifer Garner and Shonda Rhimes? I mean, clearly that has to be headline news. That's the best compliment I could ever get. I don't think anyone is surprised. Oh my gosh, thank you. Okay, those are awesome. Yeah, I have to follow Jennifer Garner. I always see her stuff. She's so cute and funny and like... She's totally in on the joke when she's doing the funny ones. and She is. She's totally authentically herself, and, like, a lot of times social media is not that, so it's it's really nice to see. Yeah, she's not trying to present this image of, like, perfection or, like, flawless. Like, it's she is so – it's so genuine and very enjoyable to watch, so I highly recommend it. And I feel like I just saw her do a post about getting a breast exam mammogram for the um, – because, you know, October is, like, the month – awareness to do it and just a reminder and I feel like and she even made that like funny and cute and very like Jennifer Garner-esque definitely and like getting the message across in her way which I I feel like that's the whole point of it all right like doing things and sending a message but doing it with your own spin on it yeah absolutely and that's what I like about her okay I have a few Instagram ones too and talk about being behind the person I'm gonna say first has 1.2 million followers so just Feel free to skip ahead 30 seconds because clearly you guys already follow him and I just am behind. Um, but I've actually known about him for a little bit. But it's called Tanks Good News. Do you follow that one? No, but I love the sound of it already. Okay, so he has an original account called Tank Sinatra. That was like his original account. Um, okay. But this one's called Tanks Good News. And how he describes it in his bio is news actually worth sharing. So like full disclosure, I have scrolled through these like at work and fully teared up. Like some of the stories that he shares are so touching, inspiring. It will always make you feel good. It might make you cry at work, but it will make you feel good. You're crying for a good reason. Something like so touching, so, so sweet. And I just feel like that's the kind of accounts we should be following, right? Like you feel good. Definitely. And this one sounds great. So he's like sharing different like news stories from people across the globe or is it like a local like what No, is so it's like everything. And so like, okay, the, I'm just like randomly scrolling right now. It says, thanks to a DNA test, mom reunites with son she thought died 30 years prior. Oh my God. So like you can click, you know, you can click to get the full story, but he'll give like a little excerpt, yeah. but there's always like a link in the bio. Um, just different things like Las Vegas is letting people pay off parking tickets as food donations instead of cash. Like, just different stories that will make you feel good, you know? That's great. I love that concept. Yeah, so I just feel like in a world where you could follow, like, picture-perfect, glossy, like, everything wonderful and, like, making you feel maybe less than or maybe aspirational, it's sometimes nice to just follow ones that are, like, so touching and heartwarming. Yeah, and positive and grounding in a sense. Like, this one says, five-year-old cancer survivor donates over 3,000 toys to hospital where he was treated. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're not going to not feel good. So, like, yeah. clearly I'm 1.2 million people behind. I'm so behind because I haven't heard of it, but I'm definitely going to start following tonight. Such a good one. And then another one I was going to say, and this one has less followers, but, again, this should tell you that the amount of followers doesn't mean anything because this page is absolutely awesome. I just found out the other day. It's called Artsy Affirmations. 
So okay. it, the way they describe theirs is quirky pop culture art is kind of our thing. And so it's just like different things, obviously aesthetically pleasing as always. It's like one of my main requirements. I just like love to see beautiful things. Of course. And then they just like have all these great messages, like affirmations for anxiety. And the, the picture is like a picture of a brain, like all color coordinated to match their, their brand. But it will just say like affirmations for anxiety. I am stronger than I think. I am enough. My feelings are allowed to be here. My anxiety does not define me. I am in control. And like just little little boosts, like little things that feel good. There's a Venn diagram. And so the two sides of the Venn diagram are bench pressing 200 pounds. And then in the other circle of the Venn diagram, it says going to a psychiatrist, asking for help, seeing a therapist, saying no, doing what's best for my mental health. And then the middle is a sign of great strength. So it's just like, yeah, like little boosts. Yeah, little boosts. It's all relative, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's great that it's kind of framed that way. I love that. It's just like really fun. So again, that's artsy yeah. affirmations. And then clearly the breaking news of the, the weekend is that Queen Jennifer Aniston has oh finally God. joined us in the world of I'm social media. broke Instagram. I have to see now because it was up to like millions, but I have to give a, an accurate. Last, last time I looked, she had 10 million. Oh, girl. 15 mil. Oh my God, I am behind the times as with, usual. With only three posts and only being up for six days, she has 15 million followers and she is an absolute queen. That's unfathomable. She is so amazing. She is amazing. I always tell Ryan, I'm sure everyone is familiar with friends and we call her Rach and I'm always like, Ryan, I want to be Rach. Like my goal in life is to just be Rach. She's so amazing. <laughs> so yeah, those are my good, those are my good feel good, something good on social media. I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I want to follow that good news one. That sounds so great. Okay, I feel good. like we're like halfway through of our little categories and we have not overlapped and I'm very impressed. I know, it's unbelievable. Which means we have so much more good to give. We have double the good to share. I love it. Okay, what do you got next? Okay, so I know that you won't have the next one on here. How do you fact. know? Because it's food. Okay. Oh, and I'm just limited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do share. It's a type of chicken. Okay. I definitely don't have it. And so you're a vegetarian, so I know that it wouldn't be on your thing. But um, I've always, this is really, it's, I've always been kind of interested in, actually, this sort of goes hand in hand with another one of my good things. Share. Share it all. I'm going to combine them. I'm going to like, you know blow this whole thing up and combine a couple of things. <laughs> two for one special. A two for one special. Okay, so um, I, this summer, read My Life in France, the Julia Child memoir. Oh, okay. And Is this your feel-good book? Something good book? It's my feel-good book. It's so wonderful. There are so many things about her life I didn't realize. And just what a strong, smart, entrepreneurial, incredible woman that she was. So, you know, this memoir obviously is about her life in France when she lived over there with her husband, who was a diplomat, and um, all of this different work that they did in the arts and culture sector in France. And then obviously, it's where she discovered her love for French cooking. Um, And so she kind of chronicles that journey in the memoir and talks about all the different recipes. And one of them that she talked about It was called spatchcock chicken. Have you heard of this? I have not. So it's pretty much where you kind of 
pull out the backbone so that the chicken, the whole chicken, lies flat in the pan. And the purpose of this is it, it supposedly cooks more evenly and you can get like a nice crispier skin with a juicy interior. That actually sounds so good and I don't even eat meat. <laughs> So, right. So I was kind of intrigued by this and I'm like, wow, I wonder if I could ever actually do that. Like if I had her cookbook and looked at the recipe. And so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it, but I was at my grocery store in Mecca last week, Trader Joe's, and they had a special cock chicken for sale. So it was, they had already removed the bone. So like it was packaged up, um, lying flat. And so it was a, a, a lemon and rosemary seasoning, and and it was so delicious. Oh, that and sounds ate, awesome. Like, it took out oh so gosh. much of the work, and then those seasonings uh, sound so good. They were so good. The skin was crispy. It was juicy. It was a delicious chicken. I didn't really have to do the work, and it felt kind of cool because, you know, I felt like I was paying tribute to Julia Child as I sat there eating it. So it was a great way to kill two birds with one stone, and, um, yeah, it was great. So, oh, my gosh. You know, I've, I've seen it there before, so I think they probably have it probably at most of their stores, but it was the lemon and rosemary spatchcock chicken accompanied by Julia Child's awesome memoir, memoir, excuse me, My Life in France. Oh my gosh, perfect. So good. I love it. Okay, so uh, I have something for the non-meat eaters for my um, something good to eat, but it's for, a, it's for people who don't eat meat, but we're wannabes and we want to eat meat or we want to feel like we're eating meat. So I'm, I have to do this little disclaimer. Marissa, on a previous episode, the esthetician Marissa Reich, she told us not to eat the Beyond Meat, you know, all the time. It's not something that's sustainable to eat all the time. But right. it is something good for that craving that you want to fill. And I mean, who doesn't have cravings? Because, hello, we're human. Definitely. Um, okay, so I tried something. So I had already tried the Beyond Burgers. So this weekend I was in the grocery store and I found something called, um, it's the name brand is beyond Meat, but this one was the beyond sausage. Oh yes. And I was very skeptical because you know, obviously I ate meat for like a million years before I didn't. So I was like, okay, there's no way it can be nearly as good or even close. But I said, I'll give it a try because I'm trying to commit to this. It's been like almost two years. And so yeah, you've been doing amazing. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying, you know, just, just to see the, the other side of it all. But I, sure. I'm very open to give a lot of things a try because I'm also gluten-free, so I give, like, everything a try. And I could give you, like, the top 10 best gluten-free cookies, which ones to just walk away from, which ones are kind of worth it, and which ones are the closest to Oreos. So sure. for this one, for the Beyond Meat Sausage, I got the Hot Italian Sausage. And I said to Ryan, I was like, I'm going to try to make like a sausage and peppers like his dad makes. His dad makes such good sausage and peppers. So I said, let me try to see. And Ryan's like, okay, you're on your own. Like, there's no way it's going to be good. But I mean, if you want to try. What a skeptic. I know. And I mean, like inside I was a little bit too. But I said, you know, I had to, I had to be, you know, putting on a show that I was going to be great. But it actually really was. So I cooked it with olive oil and the sausage and peppers with the, all the peppers and onions. And I have to say, like, it was actually so good. And then I got gluten-free pasta, penne, and mixed it all together. And then anyone who just, like, is not eating meat or trying to do meatless Mondays or trying to do something a little bit different or just cut corners and try to cut the meat where they can, I would actually say this one is actually worth it. It's actually, to me, it was better than the Beyond Burger. 
And I just feel like such a delicious recipe. It was really, really good. And I'll link it in the, in that, you know, the episode bio or whatever. Not that anyone's like running out to make my food, but like it was actually so good. And so, yeah, just something a little different. If you want to think outside the box and try something, even just to try something new, that always feels good. Side note, penne is my favorite type of pasta. Me too. And when gluten-free pasta used to be a little bit more difficult to find, you'd have to just sort of settle for whatever you got, whether it was a linguine or a ziti or whatever. But now there are just endless options to the gluten-free pasta. And now I can get all the penne that my heart desires because I'm a penne girl. And you deserve it. I deserve it. You're you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's my my feel-good, something good for food. Oh, so let me do my, should I do my something to read since you did the two for one? You should do something to read because I gave mine as a combo. Okay, so mine has nothing to do with Beyond Meat Italian Sausage. Oh, you mean you didn't read a memoir about Beyond Meat Italian Sausage? How weird. I mean, if there was a memoir on Beyond Meat, I would be on it. But this one, this one was a gift from my friend Jen, and it was a book that I received a while ago, but it's part of my 30-day challenge to read nine pages a day. It's like this whole one through 10 thing. I'm sure everyone's already seen it at nauseum on my Instagram, but I'm trying to read nine pages a day, which may not sound like a lot to other people, but sometimes when the day is just insane, reading nine pages is actually a task. And when you get it done and check it off your list you actually feel accomplished so but that's also that's how you're supposed to goal set a smart goal it's you know it's measurable it's attainable it's realistic it's time oriented so that's actually the perfect goal oh okay see i feel better about it you always put reframe things for me in a way that i feel better about yeah so you're doing it right right. i'm not going to curse on this episode because i try to always keep it clean um but the title of the book is the art of not giving an f Oh, I'm familiar with this. Okay. So it's by Mark Manson. It's so good. And like like I said before, I'm a nanny. And the kids were like, what are you reading? <laughs> they were so appalled. And I was like, no, guys, I know. It has a very fresh title. I don't know. People say fresh, right, everywhere? Or is that an East Coast thing? I don't know. I texted it to you today. <laughs> I mean, we say it clearly. I mean, now the kids that I didn't know it, they're, they're California kids, but... Fresh yeah. is like um, You're being fresh. It doesn't mean like fresh, like cooler head. But it means like naughty. Naughty. Like, like not in a not in a weird way. Like in a little kid way. Yeah, in a little kid way. Perfect explanation. You're such a teacher. Oh, thank you. So it's not in a naughty way. I I told him that. I was like, it's not a. I know it's a naughty title, but it actually is a really good book, and it's actually a positivity book, and it tells you sort of like how to allocate your energy and like what you give, like what you rent space for in your head like are you gonna allow every single thing to penetrate you and take up all the space in your head or are you gonna have like practice the art of not giving an f and sort of pick and choose what's worth your time what's worth your worry what's worth your stress you know so on and so forth and I just feel like every chapter I read I'm like oh my gosh that makes so much sense oh my gosh I totally do that I'm so guilty of that and it's just like every day I feel like the nine ten pages is just enough to like give me a little bit of motivation for the day. And it's so great to find literature like that that really resonates with you when you're, you know, deep into your routine and working and carving out the time for those nine pages to have something that kind of hits and affects you enough to find motivation is really great. And the thing that I really love about it is, like, I feel like half the time I'm reading it in the morning while I'm having coffee and, like, multitasking. 
and that 15, 20 minutes that you have coffee in the morning to yourself. But it's also the kind of book you can read at night when you're like having a glass of wine before bed. Like it doesn't, it's not like one of those things you have to read in the morning because it's so going to set the tone for your day. You can also end the day with it and be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start my day tomorrow with this. Like I feel like motivated for tomorrow. Because there definitely are some books where you're like, okay, this is just like a beach read or a zoning out read or, okay, this book I need to pay attention to. So it needs to be like during the day when I'm sitting at a desk or it's nice that this one is, you can pick it up at any time and still get the message. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like something you and I have done in the past is book swapping. And I feel like that's something we need to get back into because you're going to love this one. We absolutely do. Oh, and this comes into my would you rather later. So stay tuned. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) spoiler oh no what's the word teaser big teaser (laughs) okay what do do we have anything else for for feel good I think I did my whole list you think you're you did your whole list okay I think I have one more I think I have adventure oh I like this I have an adventure one Okay, sorry, I'm thinking on the go here. Okay, I want to hear your adventure. Okay, so I went on an adventure this past, no, two weekends ago, and um, Ryan and I were just like so busy and things were so crazy, we couldn't get out for like two weekends in a row. We were like totally suffering from cabin fever. And so I said, oh, I just saw something on the Skinny Confidential, which is another podcast I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Um, They're super popular, so like, you know, I totally look to them for like, ideas and goals and they're just like doing it big um and the skinny confidential had on on their story something about this place called the flutter experience and so i was like oh let me like you know of course if like lauren everts is following it i want to see what it's about because she always has the hot tips for what's going on in la or you know products to get and so on and so forth and so i looked it up and i was like oh the flutter experience this is super cool And so I said to Ryan, like, oh, there's this, like, really cool... At first, I was under the impression that it was a pop-up museum, which are huge in L.A. We've been to a bunch, like, the the ice cream museum, and every room is, like, interactive, and you get to taste ice cream, and it's fun, and it's Instagrammable, and all that. Same with the Happy Place Museum. So we have all these pop-ups that come for, like, six... They start off as, like, six weeks, and they end up being, like, six months, and then sometimes they travel around the country... Okay. But when I went to this one, I was under the impression that it was a pop-up. But when I was speaking to the girl who worked there in Jerusalem, she was telling me that, no, they're actually going to stick around. They're here for the long haul. And that every six months, they're going to swap out you know, exhibits and artists and keep it fresh and, and so you can come back. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Because what originally hooked me is that the Skinny Confidential said on her story is, oh, this is you know a museum in LA. And each room is dedicated to sort of aiding anxiety and depression. So that's sort of what hooked me. That's great. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how smart to link art and mental health. Because they're so closely linked, in my opinion. Exactly, and I agree fully. Yeah, and so I was like, let me dig, dig a little deeper into this. And so on their website it says, Flutter is an interactive art experience, which, come on, like, no one's going to go anywhere now if it's not Instagrammable. So, of course, it's, like, interactive. They allow photos. You can, like, totally be part of the art, which I love. Yep, love And it, it. says, um, museum-level artists invite you to dance, paint, play, create, enjoy, virtual reality, projection mapping, sound baths, and so much more, suitable for all ages, 
which I mean, you can rarely find that something that's suitable for every age group. I could yeah. bring, I could go with this Ryan on a, amazing. yeah, I could go with Ryan on a date. I could bring my mom. I could bring the kids I nanny for. Like, and when I went there, I can truly now attest to like you really can bring someone of all ages there. Wow. Now every room was like. I'm not going to say each one was cooler than the next because I'm not going to like level them. They were all great. Like literally everyone was so amazing. Every room was interactive. Every room was different. Every room was so authentic to the artist. And like I picked up like little brochures from every room to see the artists and just like dig a little deeper into their Instagram, into their YouTube, like see what they're all about. And I was like so blown away. Every room was so amazing. And then, as if it couldn't get any better, they're, like, linked with Born This Way Foundation, which is Lady Gaga's foundation. Oh, yeah. And a portion of their proceeds support mental health programs in partnership with Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. How fantastic. Yeah, and their whole thing is, like, don't just see art, be art. Like, come be part of the fun. And I just, like, I have to say, I'm not going to name any names of museums I've been to in the past, the pop-up ones, but... They sort of like, there's sort of a time limit because it's so popular. It becomes so crowded that they sort of, you have to sort of like book a time to go and sort of like make your way through the rooms, like keep it, keep it pushing. Um, and so I sort of like went into this one with that expectation, like, okay, like this is obviously going to gain popularity and like, they're going to want you to sort of like rush your way. No, they were like, take your time, take your shoes off, be part of it, take as many pictures and videos as you want. Let us know if you want us to take pictures of you guys together. Like, we're gonna leave you alone. Instead of like, you know, pushing us through, they were like, we're gonna leave you alone and when you're done, you leave the room and we'll escort you to the next one. Which is so on par with the message of the museum and so great that they actually thought of that. And they actually followed through with it because I've been to somewhere that's kind of like, take your photo and and go, go, go. Like, because we're busy and like, we're, you know, and I get that, of course, it's a business. Um, But this one was like, make sure you give yourself at least two hours. Like most people need two hours to get through the museum. And I'm like, what? It's so amazing. And so everyone was different. I saw a lot of diversity in culture and style and just like execution of their art. And so I have to say, like, a little bit of a sneak peek. I reached out to one of the artists. The more I, like, delved into her story, she's fully amazing, and she agreed to come on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, give too much away because, like, you know, I try not to say anything until it's already recorded. But this one's not recorded, but she did agree. And, like, she has such great energy, and I just can't wait to have a conversation with her because I know, like, between the exhibit I saw at the Flutter Experience and just a little bit more research I did on her and just our brief conversation. I just feel like her energy is amazing and I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to hear her on the podcast. Yeah. That's awesome. It's going to be really good. So I, the only, disapp- I mean, it's good and bad because um, they're not traveling, but if anyone's going to be in the LA area, I urge them to get tickets to Flutter Experience. And even if not, just kind of look them up and like check out the artists because their Instagrams are amazing. Like seeing their art is amazing. And just to give you a little bit another idea of what they said is, we believe in the transformative power of art and the importance of play. They've, uh, Flutter partnered with Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation who advise us on mental health and youth engagement issues. Together wow. we've created an interactive experience that will uplift your soul and immerse you in your own world, world of art. And then again, the portion of the proceeds benefit Born This Way's Foundation's excellent youth mental wellness programs. That so is I, so right up my alley. I, I cannot say enough good things. So when you come in January, we're going to yes. Flutter. I'm in. I'm all in. I can't wait. So that was sort of like my, especially after like having cabin fever for two weeks, 
going to something like that was such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I'm sure. It was so good. So that's sort of like my art and feel good and something good for art and adventure. I love it. I, you know, I realized as we're talking, I do have an adventure one. Oh, yay. Tell me. Because I just went on a big adventure. Oh, you did. Oh, my gosh. Tell them. Tell everybody. So I, I joined. <clears throat> so I live. I'm in Massachusetts. Well, I know, you know, you're all the way on the West Coast. And so I joined the AMC, the Appalachian Mountain Club. Oh, which so is good. An organization, um, you know, that spans Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, um, and I'm missing some Connecticut. I mean, it's 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 all over, right? It's and it's basically like an outdoors, like um, nature expeditions, hiking, canoeing, kayaking, snowshoeing, skiing. Uh, this huge club of people who love to do things outdoors and connect with nature. I have been craving nature lately. I think probably because. You know, I live in the city, I work in the city, my job um, can be very loud and chaotic. Well, it, you know, well, it has so many benefits, like it is, it's a chaotic day. And so I've kind of just been wanting to get out in the open, away from everything and, um, you know, reconnect with nature a little. And so I decided to join and I found they have hundreds of events every week that you can sign up for. And a lot of them are volunteer led. They have all different levels of groups. They have, um, you know, a beginner's hike in the Blue Hills in Massachusetts or a weekend retreat for a 40 mile hike in the White Mountains. I mean, there's such a range of activities. And so I found one a couple of, was it last weekend? Oh my gosh, is it, is it so, it's only been a week. It's only been a week, but seriously, you've lived so much life since then <laughs> that it feels like ages ago. So I did my, um, you know, I, I did my inaugural event with the AMC last weekend, and I went on a night hike up. Mount I was gonna Houston. say, no, hang on, I have to brag on you a little bit because your first like event with this group was very <laughs> ambitious. It was a night hike, <laughs> and it wasn't just like twice around the block. <laughs> no, it was up a mountain. <laughs> yeah, casual, casual. <laughs> casual. Um, I did not know what to expect. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone who was going. I mean, I knew that they were going to have like AMC sanctioned guides. So I felt very comfortable. Um, They sent emails out with instructions, what gear we would need. And so after work on Friday, I drove to Mount Wachusett and I met this lovely group of people. And we put our headlamps on and we hiked up to the summit and it was so wonderful. And I just, it was so weird reconciling the fact that I had been working in this like busy, chaotic lab day in Boston throughout the day. And then here I was ending my evening on top of a mountain, looking at the stars in the skyline of Boston from miles and miles away. And it was just fantastic. It literally sounds breathtaking. And I just yeah. feel like I urge everyone who has like that sort of, I mean, not taking anything away from the job, it's just a chaotic day. Like life is just chaotic for a lot of people every day, no matter what field they're in. And I just feel like if you can find that little bit of nature, whether it's a night hike up a mountain, which, sorry, Julia, we're not all going to do a night hike up a mountain. <laughs> I don't know why not. But even if you're just like literally, instead of having a glass of wine on the sofa, having a glass in your backyard, like baby steps. Like, I just feel like that little bit of connection with like, when's the last time you looked at the stars? When's the last time you just like went outside and took a deep breath? Like today, 
I was working, but I tried to find my moments and like I'm with the kids at tennis and I'm just laying under a tree and I'm like, you know what? This is like a beautiful moment. And even though it's like a crazy busy day and we have like X, Y, and Z to do and, and timelines and get here then and do this and do that. Like, I just was like, wait, soak this moment in. Cause this tree is like beautiful. And I feel yeah. like I never used to be that way. And I feel like it, it's something that I'm learning to do. And like this whole yeah. episode is like celebrating little tiny things that you find that are cool and, and make you yeah. feel good. You have to like really lean into those. And I think that the more you lean into those little moments, the more you're cultivating a bigger life of good and peace for yourself so I mean it becomes you start to prioritize and you start to make it part of your habit or your routine and then all of a sudden that's just the way you live your life instead of being um you know stressed out or trying to catch up all the time so I'm excited I hope that I'm able to jump in on more events I actually have now registered for the weekend after Halloween two friends from Nashville are coming up and we're going on um, a little retreat in the White Mountains at one of the AMC lodges. So I'm really excited for that. I feel like that's so cool because it is very diverse in like the length and what you're doing. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. you could just do like, not saying quick, but like a quick little thing after work where you're done, you know, in a few hours. Or like you can fully commit to like a weekend or like a bigger goal, a bigger, and you can really work your way up. And like you said, when you have friends visiting, you can really sort of incorporate that I was never the person ever who incorporated like any sort of like physical physical activity into my friendships like just full disclosure like when we'd go on vacation and my sister-in-law who's like so healthy would be like hey like you know when we wake up tomorrow like before we go out for the day do you want to go for a hike or like walk or run or yoga I'm like no like I'll see you at, I'll see you after. Why would you make me do that? I'm like, why are you trying to hurt my feelings? <laughs> but now I like in the last year or two, like I'm really like valuing that and like making it part of your day. And, and really honestly before, I mean, I didn't work out until I was 30 ever, but now that I found Pilates, I swear it's when you find a thing you like. Yeah. That's like what it is. once you find a thing you like, you're like so down to like do it every day to like work it into your day and to invite people along to be part of it because you feel so good when you do it and you think they're going to feel so good when they do it. And I know my sister-in-law was always trying to do that for me and it just wasn't my thing. Like whatever it was like, no, I don't want to go for a run at 6am. Like it just wasn't, and it's still, that's still not my thing. But once you find your thing and like, it's so nice to sort of like incorporate it into your day. And now I feel like you have to enjoy it. Yeah. But I can't think of a day now that I don't incorporate something physical Mm-hmm. into my life like every single day because now I find like a hand small hand oh, two fingers yeah. worth of things I like like hiking walking Pilates <laughs> well and it spills over like when you're moving all of the time doing something you love even when you're not doing that one specific thing like if you're not in a Pilates class your body is now becoming conditioned to still want to move even if that is walking around the park or going for a hike somewhere or I mean it's it's a great benefit absolutely and I feel like celebrating the little things has made everything more enjoyable yeah like from physical activity to work to anything like it makes everything more enjoyable so I feel like it it really does I know it sounds so cliche like I don't mean to but I really only say things when I really mean them on this on these podcasts but like like it's really starts mentally like when you feel good mentally and like you're really focusing on the good everything really does fall into place yeah, and it's it's hard to get there, but when you do, it feels great. Feels so great. 
Oh, I feel like we really shared. I mean, we thought this would be like a 15 minute episode. <laughs> we're at 50 it's minutes. It's been three hours now. Okay, so we're done with our good. We're like, we shared a lot. Everyone can, you know, like every one of these episodes, I always give the disclaimer it's not for everyone, but every episode is for someone. And so even if one person can find one good thing that one of us said, I mean, come on, there's got to be one person, you know, who's going to find something good. I just urge everyone to find like their good things. It might not be the same as ours. It might not be food and books and art and physical activity or whatever, but you'll find something good in your day. And maybe this episode will just like encourage everyone to reframe their day and be like, oh, wait, they found like little things in their day. And like they were talking about food. So like how can... I find something good in my day. And what does this translate into for me? So like, that's sort of like what we were going for. Everyone deserves to find that good and to feel that good and to have it integrated into your life every day so that you can be the best you that you want to be. Talk about cliche, but it's true. Yeah. It's all about the self-improvement and self-growth and self-care and self-love and Mm -hmm. wherever you can find it. Right. Yep. Okay. So as this like my new normal now, I'm finishing with these little games. So I have a little, and for once we're, we're going to go back and forth. Would you rather in this or this and that? So do you have a few questions ready to roll? I have a few too. Okay, I have some ready to roll. And I have to say that it was kind of hard for me because I felt like with the would you rather or the this or that, I'm like, oh, I know Caitlin's answer to this, so I'm not going to do that one. Like they were uh. interesting, but I'm like, no, I know what she's going to say. So I tried really hard to pick ones that – I didn't necessarily know how you would answer. It's funny too, because I was at tennis today and we were like, I had the little one of the little girls I know for reading a list to me of like 250 this or that and 100 would you rather's. And I was like, no, no, that's not going to work. Not going to work. Too basic, too basic. <laughs> and again, kind of like similar. I'm like, no, I already know. No, Julie would never think that. Oh, of course she would want to do that. Oh, and gosh, so I think I said like, we should come up with five each and I'm, I only came up with three. <laughs> Okay. Because they were hard. They were low-key hard. They're hard. I just wrote a bunch, and I'll just, like, pick a few. Okay. So, so should right. we take turns? Yeah, let's take turns. Um, let's start with would you rather. Okay, perfect. Okay, so, Caitlin Corey, would you <laughs> rather... <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> ...work the most horrible, terrible, awful job ever, but be able to retire in 10 years, or work your dream job but have to work every day up until the minute that you die dream job without Mm. question dream job because i'm not that surprised but i mean isn't it just like exactly okay because first of all i'm like thinking of it so like in a crazy way like you might not live the 10 years to retire like if you work yourself so hard in a job you absolutely hate then like how is that first of all how's your life going to be yeah. And second of all, that's the arrogance of life to think you're going to live the 10 years to retire. And then when you retire, isn't the goal to do something you love, like a dream job? Right. So if you already have it. Yeah. I'd rather work every day doing wonder oh fields. God. You nailed the first one. Okay. I have one. Mine are so different. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Would you rather be able to breathe and live underwater? <laughs> Or be able to fly. We, okay, pro- we probably should have compared our lives. <laughs> breathe and live underwater or be able to fly. Okay. Um, this is really easy for me. Wait, let me guess. Breathe underwater because you're a mermaid. <laughs> no, I want to fly. <gasps> really? Yeah. 
Oh, actually, I'm glad I, low-key, I'm glad I picked this one, even though it's vastly different from yours. No, I like these types. I think it's good that we'll have different kinds. Okay. No. Wait, I thought you want to be a mermaid for life and be at the beach. I mean, I love the ocean, but I'm happy to be in it, be out of it, be... The thing is, I don't want to be underwater forever, because then there's so much that I'll miss. But if I could fly, I could fly to every single place in the world I could see everything so you'd rather be the magic carpet than Ariel 100% yes absolutely no question the undercover princess all along was the magic carpet (laughs) (laughs) who knew okay it's your turn okay yeah my would you rather's are kind of deep here we go mine are so shallow I can't wait no no yours are like fun and puzzling (laughs) and mine are like life pickles oh gosh okay i'm ready okay now i am personally invested in this one okay oh lord i'm taking a sip of rosé go ahead okay rosé and fall is still a thing would you rather snitch on your bff for a crime they committed or go to jail and do their time for them oh that's easy go to jail oh that's the easy answer that's what people say do you think that's really what you would do i really do because like I feel like loyalty is so, such an important thing to me. I know. So you would leave your family to go to jail for life for a crime that I committed. But I also have like the full confidence that you wouldn't commit a crime that was that bad. Like, what am I going to go to jail for? Like, I don't think I'm friends with any murderers, so I think I'm good. Right. I can't think of the worst thing. I think I, I got, do. I think I got this. If you want to shop, right. if you want to shoplift some penny candies from the corner store, I got your back. <laughs> As long as, now here, I'm putting it back on you. Don't put me in that situation. Oh, boy, I'll do my best. Well, okay. now that I know you'd go to jail for me, I'm feeling kind of invincible. Like, well, the good thing is yeah. I actually really can't do it for you, so be careful. <laughs> Tread lightly. Okay, mine is so freaking shallow compared to yours. Okay, next. It's not shallow. It's just a different type of question. Would you rather live in the past or in the future? Okay, now... Now listen, now think carefully because, think carefully. You don't know what the future holds, but you do know the nostalgia of childhood. Okay, listen, I, oh. It's a little bit deeper than you think. No, 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 it's just that I have, when you say the past or the future, do you mean like my own personal past? No, no, I should clarify. You can go back and be in the roaring 20s, and I don't mean the roaring 20s of next year. Okay, so I'm going to up the ante a little, and this is where I was talking about overlap, because I actually have almost the same exact would you rather on my list. Okay, what was yours? It's specific. It says, would you rather live 500 years in the past or 500 years in the future? That's the only thing. There's a guarantee 500 years ago that there's a world for you to go back to. But 500 years seems like so far back that things were not okay. (laughs) Yeah, things were not okay. (laughs) Things were not If we're looking at a history book, it ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to take secret answer C and just stay where I am and on this podcast episode. <laughs> See, that, that, like, putting that time mark on it really elevates the question. It, okay, so what did you pick for my basic, my basic-ass question? Like, past or future? Yeah. I so, gave you a little bit of leeway. You're welcome. I think past? Well, th- it's really hard, right? Because I don't know what the future will hold. Um... I am nervous about 
this crazy technological revolution that we've been living through. Um, so I just, it, I don't want to like have a chip in my head and walk around. I, I don't know. I don't know. So then I want to say past, but then I'm like, well, how far back? Like I'm a woman. I want my rights. I want to be able to, you know, make as much money and like, do and you want everyone else to have rights too. Like it, you're, you know what I mean? Like we're so right for that. So it's hard. So right. Like social inequities existed in all of those decades and they still exist. So this is like, I'm thinking too deep about it though. Right. So I'm going to choose secret answer C and stay right. I'm staying right here with you in this glass of rosé because this Let's is a... stay here together. I mean, it's not saying where we are right now in the world is fantastic, but at least we know where we're at. We know where we're <laughs> and at. And at least we're trying and we know where we stand. It. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. And that's my answer for yours too. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I have one more that's like so not deep. <laughs> okay. Great. Bring it. But I always talk about things being aesthetically pleasing to the eye. So, would you rather have to wear one color head to toe for each of the seven days? So, like, Monday's all white, Tuesday's all yellow, Wednesday, so on and so forth. Or would you rather have to wear seven colors every single day? Oh, this is a good question. Thank you. I just only navigated through 250 with my little baby that I nanny for. Um, I think I would go with option A. One color per day? Even if it's a little more boring, it would be much easier to dress myself for work every day. Plus, I think there's some room for fun. And there's definitely room for fun. Like, would you incorporate a wig some days, colored contacts? Would your makeup match your outfit? Some cool glasses, socks, shoes. Yeah, it could get fun. Yeah, I was thinking the same. if, If this were my question, I would choose the same. Okay, I dig that. And so, clearly, in Mean Girls fashion, on Wednesdays, we would wear pink. Okay, I have one more, and it's another deep one. Okay. Yeek. Okay. Would you rather be born again and, like, start your life from scratch, like a brand new life, or be born again with all the knowledge you have now from this life? And still be born from scratch? Or still be zero, one day old? Yes. So you're starting at the same age. The difference is you're brand new, like you have no memories, like you're starting from scratch or you're born again from zero, but you know everything you know now. Oh, everything I know now. You think? Yeah, because being born again from scratch is just like the same chances you had in this life. (laughs) (laughs) But if you know, if I take these 32 years and I begin again, I can apply some stuff and save myself some troubles. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about, wait, what about you? I'm flipping it back to you. Yeah, same. I would like the knowledge that I have. I would, because, you know, there's some things I would do differently. I mean, you'd still have like the traumas and the and the sadness and the, and the right. things you learned that were hard. But you're going to have that no matter what. No matter what. And better to be a little bit ahead of the curve, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay, I'm into it. All right. I'm is that, all about unfair advantages. Is that your end of would you rather? That's my end of would I rather. Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay, let's do some rapid this or that's. Okay. Okay. You start. Online shopping or brick and mortar? Brick and mortar. Same. I have to, like, see them. It's not the same online. I'm not a big shopper anyway, but it's so much more exciting to go in and, like, it's just nice. And people are there and the clothes are arranged in such a pleasing manner. And it's just, it's a nice day. 
Okay, because you know why? I've ordered so many things online out of convenience, and they were so not what I thought they were going to be. You never know what you're getting. And in this day of, like, targeted ads on Facebook and stuff, I'm, like, falling – well, not anymore. Like, I would always be falling in love with these clothes that I knew were not really from that website. Mm-hmm. But, I'm guys, everyone join the Lady Gang Facebook group. Okay, Lady Gang it's, is another podcast. It's, it's amazing. We're both in it. We're both active members and, like – in it to win it, chatting, conversation starters, conversation, like giving advice, everything. Seriously, I will put something from one of those like fake websites in the Lady Gang and they find me the real one within minutes, like a snap of a finger. Because I Lady just saw Gang. Them doing it. The yes. On sweater. Yep. Oh my gosh, and I'm totally getting it. And of course, the fake ones are 13 and the real one's 89, but that's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. You get what you pay for, right? Absolutely. But. Like, literally, I learned the best trick from the Lady Gang group, okay? Anytime the ad has the model's face cut off or, like, head cut off or, like, half of their head cut off, that's a fake website. And they, like, altered it, cut it down, and they're going to sell Whoa. it. Yeah, they're going to sell, like, a cheapo depot version of it, okay? So what anytime you... S- yes. And I just, like, was like, wow, that makes perfect sense, and I wish I had, like, realized that in my own brain. But, of course, I needed somebody to tell me, which is fine. I'm just here to learn. Um... But they found me my sweater that you were talking about, the real one. But also, this is why I love the Lady Gang and why you guys all need to join it. And that was the first podcast I ever listened to because a whole big reason behind it. But it's the first podcast I ever listened to. It was like how I got involved in podcasting because of Kelty Knight. And I swear, like, they're so smart because not only do they find you the real sweater you're looking for, another girl was like, oh, no, we have it at Rent the Runway and I work for them and here's a coupon code. Like, if that's, if that's not hashtag girl power, like, I don't know what to tell you. It's such, it's such an, a, like, amazing, empowering, supportive group, and just, they're awesome. There's never, anytime I have a question about anything in my life, clothes, fashion, job, um... Health? I mean, I know we're not really supposed to do um, health because we're not doctors on there, or not, not all of us are doctors, no, but... but it's helpful, because people who have been through the same things can recommend, absolutely. like, oh talk to this person see this kind of doctor. I mean it is it's such it is an amazing group I love being a part of it, it it's really amazing so that's another feel-good thing guys if you're on Facebook even join if you're even lady. if you're not a lady join the lady gang group because I'm telling mm-hmm. you it's it's, it's really awesome. gonna it's really gonna help it's like a community of like 30,000 girls and like who doesn't want that yeah it's, it's amazing <laughs> yeah we're stronger together than individual yes hashtag girl power okay what's your first this or that okay I feel as though based on the last one, I know your answer, but let's try it anyway. Video games or board games? Board games. A hundred percent, yes. I feel We're no, old I feel no connection to video games. Me neither, at all, and I have no desire. The only thing that I feel like is cool is I can play like trivia crap with my mom and she lives like 3,000 miles away, mm-hmm. but I'd way rather play- But you're like, not a gamer. I'd way rather play Monopoly with her in person and wait. Yeah. And she would too. And enjoy the face-to-face. Yeah. Okay, so are, are, do we have a theme going on? Because my next one is also like this. Let's hear it. A physical book or a Kindle? A physical book. I know. This is, this I know. Tough. This is hard. I'm going to tell you why this is tough. Physical book, but I also have a Kindle and love it. So I don't want to lead any anyone astray here. I was so anti-Kindle. And then my parents actually got me one for my birthday, which was super nice of them. And I love it it's so much better than anything I could have imagined I've read so many books on it 
I just, the nostalgic piece of holding an actual paperback book in my hand, like it's, I love that. And so I, that one wins out, but I do also love Kindles. I love it too. I love the physical book too, because like I said before, like we share books and we send them to each other and it's sort of like a tradition and like a nice little social aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But the little girl that I, one of the little girls I knitted for was like, but why would you want just one physical book? And like a Kindle has <laughs> endless opportunities. And I'm like, no, she's a hundred percent right. She's nine. She was like fully born in this technological world. She like can't fathom why I would be wasting money at Barnes and Noble, as she said. <laughs> why are you at Barnes and Noble buying all these books when you can just buy them on your Kindle? You're so old. Yeah. And then she says she like can share them with her sister or they can swap Kindles or they can like share them. I don't even know because I don't have one. Um, but yeah, so I love a physical book, but I'm also old as dust. So don't go by me. I don't know. I'm nostalgic. Okay. I have, I have some interesting ones on here, I think. I think you need to give me a few more because I only have one more and I'm going to save it for the end. Okay. So hit me with so, some, some rapid fire. I also know what you're going to... Okay, let's. I'm going to go quick. Ready? Okay, go. Money or free time? Free time. Stove, gas, or electric? Ugh, I have electric, but, but gas. Ugh, gas is so much better. I know. You get the what you get. You get piece. what you get in an apartment building. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, bikini or one piece? A one piece, but like a really cute one, like Marilyn Monroe, low cut, like ruched, mm. fitted, like hugging all yeah. the right, hugging all the right curves. Hugging all the right curves. I love it. Pen or pencil? Mm. Pen. Cross it out if you got wow. a mistake. Cross it out. Cross it out. Don't erase I it. I did not expect you to hesitate on that one. Cross it out. Yeah, I'm always pen. It's pen or go pen or go home. I don't like the sound of a pencil on a paper. No. And I was weird. A, and I was a teacher. Yeah, that's why I hate the sound of a pencil Yikes. on a paper. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> okay, cake or pie? Cake. Definitely cake. There's no pie that's worth it. No, definitely cake. Sorry, that was so offensive. That was so offensive in autumn. I'm sorry, pumpkin slash apple. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you should not. Slash You've sweet ne- potato. Yikes. You've isolated all the autumnal pies. I have to stand on my truth. Yep. I know what you're going to say because this is on par with the other ones that we did. Email okay. or snail mail? Snail mail. Definitely. But again, the little girl that's nine years old at any 4 said, email's so much faster. <laughs> snail mail, it's so exciting to get a letter. And she has a pen pal in England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those are all of my this or that. Okay, I have one more. Okay, let's hear it. And I'm curious to see because this is like part of my internal struggle, which is why I picked it because I, w- I want to be one way, but I'm not. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I always want to be like, I view, well, I don't know what, I don't view myself as one way, but I'm another. It's like, I want to be one way, but I'm another, but I don't know. Let's see what you say. Okay. Go as planned or be surprised. Go as planned or be surprised. This is really hard. I know. That's why I wanted to finish this with one with this one. Yeah, this is this is a good one to finish with. Because I plan a lot for like for things and and like within my group of friends or family, I feel like I'm kind of like the coordinator or planner of a lot of things. Oh, I'm fully patty planner. Yeah, and so because of that, 
I want to pick be surprised because I think it would be really nice for me to be surprised from other people planning for me selfishly. Um, but I really appreciate a well that I'll plan to. I don't know. This is really hard. Okay, because this is where my struggle comes in because I want to be like, oh, go, be surprised. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Like, I love yoga. I'm like, I want to be surprised. But I don't love <laughs> yoga and I, like, don't like being surprised. <laughs> and I want a plan and I want to stick to the plan and I want the plan to be great. And it's because I put so much work into the plan. But, see, I'm looking at it as, like, who's doing the planning no like, I know. You know don't get me wrong like if Ryan wanted to plan something for me as a surprise I think I would like very much enjoy that but like if I right. pl- if I planned an entire itinerary for like say your trip here and then you didn't want to do any of the things I'd be like but there's a plan and I'm yeah. surprised that you don't want to do the plan <laughs> yeah that's taking liberties with the I know the- it's like I want to be the girl who likes to be surprised and maybe in some situations I would be, but mostly I just, like, I'm such a patty planner. Yeah, I'm the same. I think I would really, like, I, I would I would love to be surprised. I can't tell you the last time that I felt, I'm just, I'm, I'm being selfish now. I want someone to plan a surprise for me. Well, guys, spoiler alert, she's coming so. to visit me in L.A. in January, and I'm going <laughs> to surprise her ass. <laughs> no, but now it's not a surprise if I tell you to do it. But you don't know what it's going to be. It's a surprise. I'm really excited and that's going to be our something good. And we're going to we're going to record an episode when you're here. A physical yes. face-to-face clink and wine glasses kind of episode. Wearing our like fun fancy clothes and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be it's full be full of surprises. Full of surprises. <laughs> One Caitlin's going to plan out the whole podcast episode and I'm going to throw out the whole format and be like, surprise, we're just going to freestyle today. But you know, today was kind of a freestyle and I'm pleasantly surprised. It was a freestyle. I was like a little nervous because I was like, ooh, like I really like planning my episodes out, but I feel so comfortable with you that I'm like, we got this. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a good, good show. I mean, clearly our 20 minute episode's an hour and 15 minutes. Love you. <laughs> Could chat with you all day. That is pretty funny. Just do a quick 20 minute. Sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had fun. I had a ball as usual. And I always feel like all of our phone calls should be recorded. Um, I'm a little biased, but that's okay. But I hope that everyone finds something in this episode that they can feel good about, something they might want to try, or it might inspire at least you to look into your life and to find something fun and something that makes you feel good throughout your everyday life. What do you, what do you think? Any final thoughts? Yes, definitely. Finding the good in the small moments that lead to the bigger moments. Um, And thank you. It's always such a pleasure being on here. Um, I had a really good time. That was a bad pun. (laughs) You should get rid of that. Feeling good. (laughs) Feeling good. And surprise, I'm keeping it in. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. You're going to get this maybe Monday morning. So I hope you all have a wonder-filled week ahead.